0: Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring, certified coach, and soon-to-be 7D, a high-energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Chelsea and on YouTube at expandwithchelsea. I am so excited that you're here I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Today, we are going to be talking all about social media. Okay, this is a really big topic. This has been coming up a lot lately with my clients, with other people on social media. I've been getting a lot of DMs about this. I've seen a lot of stories People complaining about this, about the algorithm, about how much extra work we have to do in order to be visible. And I've got a hot take on this. You know me, I'm a mindset person. I absolutely think that the way that we think about things, the way that we interact with things, the intentions that we have, have a massive effect on the results that we do or don't get. So in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you some uh, tough love. I just want you to know that this is coming from a place of love because I want to see you be successful. I want you to have a better relationship with social media if this is something that's getting you down. If you run and own a business and you see yourself getting frustrated, I want to offer up some mindset shifts that you can make in order to improve your relationship with social media. And then we'll be going into how to make social media sustainable. I think that this is kind of a big myth. That people are operating on, and I've got some thoughts and opinions on this that will hopefully start to improve your relationship even further with social media. I'm really excited to get into this episode. I know a lot of people have been really frustrated with the state of social media lately, so I think that this is going to be really helpful for you. But before we get into the episode, let's do some updates. Okay, so really, really exciting things happening over here. I've opened up the waitlist officially for Scale. Dun-dun-dun! The program has a name! I'm so excited. Um, In meditation, I kept asking my guides, I was like, what? What should I name this? And for the longest time, they're like, it's not ready. So I, I was literally getting nothing from them. They're like, we're not going to give you a name because then that's going to be your permission to like go full speed ahead on this and you still need more rest. So I really honestly felt like this impatient child being like, What is is it ready yet? What's the name? What's the name? What guidance can you give me? And they're like, yeah, it's it's just still not time yet. You just still need to rest. So finally received a name via download the other day. I'm really excited about this. I saw Vivid purples and reds around this so I named the program Scale, Um, really taking a lot of this inspiration from fantasy books that I've been reading lately. I mean, I fucking love fantasy. I love all things magic. I truly believe that there is magic out there in the world. I believe that incredible things can happen. I believe in miracles, all of that, so this just felt like a really fitting name for this program, and I'm really pumped about this because I really haven't seen any programs out there that teach you how to run The most kick-ass effective group program. This is something that a lot of my clients come to me for. They want help running their first group program. They haven't done it before, but they know that this is the next step for them, whether that is creating more time, more freedom, more income inside their business, reaching more people with their message, and really just freeing up a lot of their own time in the process. So if you are a business owner, you're looking to run your first group program, or maybe you've run a group program before, but you want to make your next one even more effective, I would highly recommend joining the waitlist for scale. I'm so fucking pumped for this program. This is going to be so good. I have all of the modules mapped out. We're going to be talking about all things program development, how to actually map out and outline your program so that people clearly understand results and the transformations and shifts that they're going to be getting out of working with you. We're going to be talking all about how to market your offer. Yep, this is super important. I know a lot of people, they kind of pause and hesitate when it comes to marketing, but I promise you I'm going to break it down. It's going to be really, really simple, very actionable. You're going to know exactly what to do, exactly how to talk about your offer so that people understand it, they get it, and they end up joining. We're also going to talk all about sales. This has been a really important conversation in my group programs lately, talking all about sales, all about our mindset behind sales, how we can improve our relationship, not only with the word sales, but really step into our own power as somebody that offers services, as somebody that offers programs for people, because if we're going into things with the intention that, ooh, sales are gross, sales are are sleazy, then of course other people are going to feel that energy. So how can we shift where we're at so that our message comes across crystal clear and that we are owning what it is that we have to offer rather than being kind of afraid of it. We're going to talk all about how to sell out your group program, how to make sure that you are keeping within your energetic maximum, which just really means that most people have a maximum capacity to which they can serve people. I know a lot of people when they run their first group program, (laughs) I see one of two things. They either go really, really low. They're like, yeah, I'd be good with like three people or they go really, really high. Like, okay, I want like 20 people for my first group program, generally the answer is somewhere in between there. Um, for me personally, for my first group programs and for my clients' first group programs, I really like around four to six people with maybe a maximum of 10. Me personally, if I have more than 10 people in a group, I really like to open up multiple call times, you know, whether that's weekly, bi-weekly, just so that everybody is getting the amount of attention and it's a really intimate container. Of course, we're going to be going over all of this, how to pick the format for your group as well, what you do want to include, what you don't want to include, what type of support if you want this to be a really intimate group and kind of the results that you're looking to get people out of this. So again, if you're interested in running a group program, I would highly recommend joining the waitlist for Scale. This will be launching mid-March, so pretty soon I'll be opening doors to enrollment. By joining the waitlist, you'll save $200 off of enrollment and you'll secure a bonus 60-minute high energy healing session with me. This is so expansive for your business. I swear, doing energy healing on my business and myself has been one of the biggest needle movers for my business. More so than talking or thinking about or doing any sort of strategy, it's been the energy healing. Going in, actually asking, what are my blocks around things like visibility? What wants to be energized inside my business? How can I co-collaborate with my business instead of trying to micromanage it and force things? What is truly in alignment for me and my business right now? How can I flow more? How can I make this easier on myself? So you'll receive that as a bonus as well. I'm so excited about this program. You can probably tell from my voice. I've I've really been waiting on this for, I mean, honestly, since the beginning of the year, I got the download that this was going to be the next big thing that I was going to do inside my business. And then ever since then, I have built out all of the modules. I've really gotten all of this information solidified. And then it was kind of like this big holding period because I had to go through this time period where I needed to rest. I needed to rejuvenate. And now I'm feeling back up to full power, full speed. So I'm really excited to be moving forward on this. So let's start to dive in on (laughs) what I titled this episode in my notes anyway is the social media dilemma. Um, I know that sounds a little bit dramatic, but I feel like there's a lot of this energy lately where people are, they're honestly frustrated with social media. They're really feeling like they're putting in a lot of work and they're not really getting a lot back out of it. Maybe it feels a little bit like a one sided relationship. And I feel you. I totally feel you. Before I was able to make some of these mindset shifts that we're going to be talking about, I felt that way too. I was like, what the fuck? I'm putting in so much effort for this and I'm literally getting nothing out. I mean, what that really reminded me of, (laughs) oh, this is so funny, is actually my relationship with climbing for a long time. I was like, I work so fucking hard for this. I train, I eat right, I sleep, I prioritize, you know, climbing over everything. I pretty much have, like, scheduled my entire life around this. I center my entire life around improving my climbing performance and nothing's happening. What gives? So once I was able to really fix and work on my relationship with climbing, and again, we're going to talk about all of this, then I was actually able to have a much better relationship with it. I no longer feel that way. I am a lot more unattached, and honestly, it's a lot more fun. So... Okay, again, prefacing this entire episode with some tough love because I've been there too, and I really understand how frustrating it can be when you feel like you finally have mastered something like, let's say, for example, Instagram, and that's probably what I'll be referring to most of this episode is Instagram, but I'm also going to talk about other platforms and kind of bring those in because I think a lot of people haven't yet explored other platforms and here's the thing is you might actually like those other platforms a hell of a lot better than Instagram. So just kind of keep that in mind. Again, we'll touch back on that. But I really think that this quote from one of my clients sums this up pretty perfectly. She said, I'm honestly so torn about this. I want the freedom of going fully virtual and remote, but there's just so much resistance. I can't find the sustainability of being on my phone all the time. I always peter out. Okay, so I want to start by breaking apart some of this. And We can see social media as something that limits us and we can use that as an excuse or we can actually flip our mindset and let social media empower us so that we actually are inspired to get creative and we can start implementing and using other platforms that actually light us up and that we might like even better. So we know that the, the landscape of social media, is always changing. Instagram's always adding new features. There's an update in the algorithm, whatever. You know, in my mind, I'm honestly like, it doesn't matter. Things are always going to be changing. As an entrepreneur, your literal job is to evolve with the times. If you try to stay the same, you're, you're going to become irrelevant. Think of all those businesses that have refused to update their credit card checkout you know you go there and you're like wow this is just really not easy you try to maybe go to their website and it's just like impossible to check out they refuse to essentially up level with the times they refuse to update their technology and it's just a really shitty user experience being a business owner is the same thing if we refuse to evolve with the changes that are coming out it's only going to hurt our customers it's only going to hurt us for us being so stubborn so, again, kind of going back to what my client said is, I can't find the sustainability of being on my phone all the time and I always peter out. So, this, what this really says to me is that this person is trying to do too much. How can we take something off of this client's plate in order for them to become more sustainable with social media? And we'll be talking about this in part two as well. But I think a lot of us have really come up with this idea in our heads that success looks one way, that social media marketing or being on social media has to look a certain way. And if we're not doing it that way, maybe we see somebody else and we're comparing our content and our ability to produce to somebody else's. What this really brings up for me is one of my mentors. She is A content generating machine. Honestly, it like blows my mind. I'm like, how? Like, you literally have more time in a day than the rest of us. But if I am constantly trying to compare myself to her, of course I'm always gonna feel bad because I am not producing as much as she is. But what I can focus on is how can I make my content and what I am producing the most potent that I can? It is not just about the quantity, it is truly about the quality of what it is that you're putting out there. So finding sustainability, kind of coming back to this theme, is what are you essentially telling yourself that sustainability has to look like? Where are you already deciding that you're not successful? Where are you already deciding that you're a failure because potentially you're comparing yourself to somebody else? And I think interwoven in this is perfectionism. So where are you putting so much pressure on yourself for things to look a certain way, for it to be perfect? Where could you actually lean into messy action more? Where could you do more things that are a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit less planned? So instead of having all of this strategy around it, where can you just take inspired and aligned action? Where can it be fun instead of stressful, instead of something that you really have to, like, spend all day planning for? And then maybe you're trying to re-record your stories multiple times and then you're checking for spelling errors And with social media, for me, the way that I really like to think of it is it's literally a game. That's all it is, you know? So when you think of it like a game, I think it takes a lot of the pressure off because all you're doing is you're just trying to get to the next level. You're like, all right, can I master this so that I can move on to the next level? The entire point is not to master the level so you can just stay at that level for the rest of your life. You must, you must be flexible, as a business owner. You must be willing to learn new technology and you must be willing to move your business forward with what's happening around you. So there are plenty of people on Instagram, for example, that you can follow that give updates on what's happening on Instagram. And for me, I like knowing what's happening. I like knowing what's going to be coming up, but it also kind of doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, Things are always going to be shifting. Things are always going to be changing. What's not going to change is my message and my commitment to putting my message out. What might change is the way that I'm putting out that message. Maybe I'll put a little bit more emphasis on reels. Maybe I'll put a little bit more emphasis on stories or posting a link to my stories and using the new tools that they've been coming out with and trying to interact with those. But truly, if at the end of the day, I don't like those tools, like for me, for example, I did a 30-day Reels challenge. I had a lot of people join me, and at the end of it, I was like, I don't really want to post Reels, so I'm not going to. That is something for me that I gave myself a period of time. I was like, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to get, you know, really good at this. And then I'm going to see if this is something that I want to continue doing. And it wasn't. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay making that choice. And I still believe that I can be incredibly successful not participating in that. I gave it, you know, I gave it my all. I really was open-minded about it. And at the end of the day, that's not the way that I want to communicate with people. And that's okay. I don't have to. But I'm not just saying... I'm only going to be on this platform and I'm, you know, not going to use this really big tool that they're trying to push. I'm saying, okay, great. I'm going to put more of my attention and focus elsewhere on my newsletter, on YouTube, onto the podcast. And that's where a lot of my really juicy, important content is going to go. So it's being a smart business owner as well. If you are unwilling to play the game, you have to go elsewhere. You have to be willing to put in effort elsewhere. I am so excited to announce one of the show's newest partnerships. This is a product or a line of products that I've been using for almost eight months now and I am, I'm a total convert. I actually threw away all of my other skincare that I was using because this line is vastly superior. So when I first heard of Clear Stem, I was a little skeptical because, you know, it's like face products and skincare, like it's so individual. Whatever works for one person typically doesn't work for another person. So I was like, mm, eh, I don't know. I heard about it about a year ago and it took me a little bit to actually try the products. At the time I had some skincare that I was like, well, I guess it works okay. Like it's it's not the best, but my, my skin looks all right. It looks decent. So finally taking the leap to try out Clear Stem and yeah, I used it one time and I was like, okay, this is the thing. And I wanted to make sure that I gave it a very long trial run before bringing it and starting to recommend it to other people. It's super important to me to really stay in integrity, and this is just a line of products that I truly believe in. And I am literally like bursting at this seems to tell you about this. So Clear Stem, their whole gig is anti-acne and anti-aging in one. It's really difficult to find skincare lines that actually do both. Usually they focus on either one or the other. Another big thing with Clear Stem is they do not use any pore clogging ingredients. So most natural skincare lines use ingredients like coconut oil, they're using things like jojoba oil. You know, while those might be natural ingredients, they're actually pore clogging and they can cause breakouts and acne. That's one of the things that I love the most about Clearstem's Stem's website is you can actually go on and they have an entire list of pore clogging ingredients which I was like, holy shit, okay, no wonder. <laughs> I've been using like all of these things. So all of their products are clear, no pork clogging ingredients and you get those anti-aging benefits as well. So I wanna talk about one product specifically because I am obsessed. I've bought this product at least four times and I'm actually starting to buy it like in twos and threes when I go to buy it because I literally never wanna run out. I use this twice a day, I'm, I'm obsessed. It's okay, I I can say it. I can admit I I have an addiction to this problem. So it's their Clarity Serum. So this serum is perfect for use. You wash your face, then you apply a toner, then the serum. You wanna do it in that order so that the serum actually sinks in all the way and you actually get the most use out of it. And with this serum, you can actually use it once or twice. If you're gonna be using it twice, you put the first layer on, wait 10 to 15 minutes and then put the second layer on And the reason that I really love this product is it has turmeric, vitamin C, and mandelic acid. So what that does for you is it actually is smoothing, detoxifying, and brightening. This stuff smells so good. It smells so good. It feels so luxurious. Every time I put it on, I just close my eyes and I kind of just like sigh and sink into it. And it works so well. My skin looks absolutely amazing. I think my skin looks the best that it has in, I mean, honestly, forever. Um, I really beat my skin up a lot when I was younger. I spent way too much time in the sun, you know, trying to trying to get that tan. I was like, oh, I don't care if my skin (laughs) looks like a piece of leather when I'm older. And I was swimming twice a day most of the time, so I really feel like I'm in a good place now. Though I cannot recommend their Clarity Serum enough. Clearstem has absolutely changed the game for me. I use all of their products. I am such a huge fan of them. And if you are wanting to try out anything from them, you can get 10% off of your order using the code CHELSEA at checkout. All you have to do is go to clearstemskincare.com, pick out your products. Again, my number one picket. Like, if you're only going to get one thing, get the Clarity Serum. Use code CHELSEA at checkout for 10% off. And, you know, I, I you can blame me if you get addicted and obsessed with it. I, I'm a great scapegoat. You can blame me if I get you hooked on this. I absolutely love this product so much and I'm so excited to be bringing Clearstem into partnership and just really being able to talk about more of their products. I absolutely love their vitamin scrub as well. So I'm just really excited about this and I use this Clarity Serum twice a day, every single day. Be sure to tag me on Instagram if you get any of the products. I would absolutely love to see what you're trying out. Be sure to tag Clearstem as well. I am so excited about this and I hope you absolutely love these products as much as I do. So, okay, let's let's think about this another way. I really, I want to introduce this idea that it is, it's always the intention behind the interaction. So let's say it's you interacting with social media. What's your intention behind it? Is your intention to connect with people? Is it just to sell? Is your intention to just put your message out there? Thinking about what is your why. Yes, this is, you know, very basic, but it's also very, very important because the way that you interact with a tool will be solely based on your intention behind it. So broadening your intention if you need to, reconnecting back to your why, that can be super important. And understanding where have you already limited yourself? Where have you already told yourself that you're not good at this, that because yours doesn't look a certain way, you can't be successful? For example, I have a client who she really thinks that she's not good at writing. She is an incredibly successful business owner, and she's like, I'm just not good at writing. You know, it kind of stresses me out anytime that I have to write something. I really like to pre-plan a lot of my content, so anytime I have to write something a little bit more off the cuff, it's just, I don't, I'm not comfortable with it. And I just, I don't think it's very good. So she's already decided that her writing isn't good. So what do you think the effect is going to be on the people that are reading that? It's exactly like, and I use this analogy with climbers as well, it's exactly like having a climber who thinks they're a shitty climber and they're going into their training sessions believing that they're a shitty climber. What do you think the, <laughs> the, the, the result of that training session is going to be? Versus if they go in and they're like, I'm learning. I'm a student. I'm learning how to become a better climber. They're going to get so many more benefits and results out of that training session just because they have that different mindset. So how can we come back to this mindset of a student? We're constantly flip-flopping between master and student. That's where the game part comes in. Social media is a game. You master the level and then you move on and you become a student again. So instead of already deciding that you aren't good at something, how can you shift your mindset to be open to learning? while owning where you're at. You've already come so far. There is such a big learning curve. I think when we first get on social media, you know, for example, Instagram, you have to learn how to do stories, how to do posts, hashtags, how to do essentially a line break in your captions. There's lots of different things that we learn. But you are motivated. You wanted to learn all of those things so that you could start getting your message out, so that you could start growing your business. Why is this any different? It's one of those things where we kind of just forget that being a business owner is really just this massive one-way ticket to self-development land, and we actually have to continue evolving, and we have to continue getting uncomfortable. The second that you realize you're comfortable with things is the second that you've stopped your growth. So really thinking back to what is your definition of success? What does success look like to you? I talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot with my clients is this concept of what I call vanity metrics. Vanity metrics is anything you can measure. So the amount of likes that you get, the amount of shares that you get, the comments that you get, all of those things that you can put a number to that if you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, that post didn't do well. That thing didn't do well. Let's say you send out an email and you get 15 unsubscribes. Oh, okay, that must not have been a very good email. When in reality... That was actually probably a fucking fantastic email because you triggered so many people. You are literally giving those people permission to be out of your audience. they were not going to buy from you anyway. They're just taking up space. I would much rather have a smaller audience of people that are truly committed to hearing my message that are there because they want to be there than a larger audience of people who don't care. And if I'm constantly trying to compare against someone who has been running their business for longer, maybe they have better numbers than I do, or maybe they're farther ahead in their business, of course, I'm going to feel like a failure. But I can tell you right now, there are a lot of people with bigger Instagram followings than me, bigger email list followings than me, and I make a lot more money than they do. I am a lot more successful than they are because the people that are in my audience, they trust me. They know me. They're there for a reason. They're there because I continue to show up and I continue to be vulnerable. I continue to put my heart out there and I continue to make a massive effort to connect with people. They're there because they want to be there and I'm so thankful for that. So really thinking, where am I playing into vanity metrics? Where am I letting the numbers get to me? When in reality, honestly, they don't mean shit. Like, yes, it's great to have a bunch of people comment on your post. It's great to have a lot of likes, but is that actually doing anything for you? I remember hearing this one time, and I I thought it was so funny, um, is you actually can't take likes to the bank. (laughs) You can't take that. You can't go cash it. Are these people purchasing from you? Are they buying from you? Or are they just liking your photo and leaving? Where is the content that you're creating that is actually eliciting an emotion in them that moves them to buy or purchase? that's what matters. It's that connection piece. It's them feeling seen, heard, and understood by you. Where have we forgotten about that? Where have we tried to play into, it's kind of like the illusion of the game. Oh, okay, I just got to get this amount of likes. You know, we're, we're thinking that I have to get this amount of likes and this amount of shares to master this level, when in reality, that's not what it is at all. We have to become proficient in using the tools and the changes that come out in order to get to the next level. It has nothing to do with the numbers. It has to do with your own personal mastery of it. And again, remembering that it is a literal requirement as a business owner and entrepreneur, I mean, if you want to be successful, to be flexible and change with the times. So I'd really invite you to come up with your definition of success. What does success look like for you as a business owner? Not that other person that you're comparing yourself to, not your colleague, not somebody who's in the same niche or market as you. What does success look like to you specifically? And then you can use that to create content that goes along with it. I could probably do an entire multiple podcast episodes just around content alone, but the most effective content will always be the content that speaks directly to your audience, directly to your ideal client avatar. So if you haven't taken time, to sit down and ask yourself, who am I actually talking to? Maybe it was you a couple of years ago. What did you need to hear then? What types of tools did you need? What types of support or inspiration could you have used at that time? And it's really solidifying this idea that we, as business owners, we must innovate and we must reinvent ourselves and our business as many times as necessary. It's getting uncomfortable. It's embracing growth. It's embracing change. Social media is never going to be stagnant and neither can we. And just because we've done things a certain way doesn't mean that we get to remain the same and unwilling to change. Social media is like an immovable force. You can fucking throw yourself against it and be frustrated and blame the algorithm and blame social media, or you can learn to be like water and flow around it. You can learn to be adaptable. You can learn to Go with the flow. You are smart enough. You are capable enough. You are creative enough to do this. It's this idea again of like seeing obstacles, not as obstacles, not as barriers, but it's a challenge. How can I master this? How can I get creative and do something a little outside of the box? Do something a little different. This is where we get to have fun with it. Do you need to go experiment with a different platform? I know Instagram is all the rage but if it is if it feels like you're beating your head against it and it's really frustrating for you i would invite you to branch out because if you're not having fun inside your business what is the point you're not having fun or experiencing joy i mean honestly no we got to change that <laughs> so maybe you love speaking okay great could we start a podcast i know it's a little bit scary but i promise it's not as hard as you think it is all you have to do is open up your garage band on your mac start push the record button, start recording, and uploading to iTunes is really easy. Then you can worry about some more of the details, sound quality, editing later. I promise you can Google all of these things. I learned how to do all of this from YouTube. I like to call it YouTube University. (laughs) Literally felt like I was taking an entire course on podcasting through there. You can figure out anything. You are smart. You are resourceful. You can do it. Maybe you really love writing. Maybe you feel like that's a medium that you really connect with. So can we do something to where maybe we start focusing on your email list a little bit more? Maybe that's what you loved about Instagram in the first place is the writing, the captions. So how can we incorporate more of that into your business going forward? If there's a will, there's a way. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. You know, all of that cliche, <laughs> those cliche sayings, they're true for a reason. Like it, it actually, if you want, to figure it out, you will. All right, let me know if any of these sound familiar. You are somebody that is extremely hard on yourself, which affects your relationships, your athletic performance, your business, and your life. If you're somebody that overthinks, maybe you're hypercritical of yourself and find yourself stuck in the same thought patterns. If you're someone that knows that you aren't living anywhere close to your best life, despite knowing that you have a ton of potential, if you experience anxiety, recurring thoughts, and fear that are so deep that it feels impossible to move forward, or if you're somebody that people pleases, you have a hard time setting boundaries, and you really struggle to prioritize yourself. Okay, first thing, don't feel bad if you have all of these. Um, This was definitely me and most of my clients before going through brain rewiring. These are very very typical especially of women. A lot of the conditioning and messaging that we've received from our society really doesn't put us in the best place to step into our power and manifest in everything that we want and live our dream lives. The messaging that we've received really wants to keep us small. It wants to keep us stuck and because of that frustrated even though you know you have so much potential. So I really I want you to imagine this. What if you no longer felt held back by fear? What if you started to see challenges and opportunities as something fun to overcome? Not something that feels like a dead end, it just feels really frustrating, but literally just a puzzle that it's your job to figure it out. There's no wrong answer. There's no way to get it wrong. What if you actually became magnetic and became inspirational to other people? What if people couldn't stop gravitating towards you? What if you trusted yourself? What if you trusted your decision making and tapped into that intuitive sense that you were born with? What would it look like to actually trust yourself? Oh my God, I can't even tell you. It's so freeing. What if you no longer entertained those low vibration, low frequency thoughts that you were having? What if you felt unstoppable and had more confidence than you knew what to do with? Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty incredible, right? Well, literally all of this is possible with brain rewiring. I have been through brain rewiring. I am a brain rewiring certified coach, and I can tell you this is the number one tool that has changed the entire trajectory of my life. Not a single area of my life has not been improved after going through the brain rewiring process, which is why I immediately knew that I needed to share this with as many people as possible. In brain rewiring, what we do is we start by identifying your limiting beliefs or your negative brain pathways. Everybody has these, and I give you an entire list of them. We can start there. You start to pick some to tackle. And... What we really do throughout this process is we start to rewrite your story. We start to rewrite your narrative. So because of these negative brain pathways, they've probably caused you to shrink back from situations, to not stand up for yourself, to not prioritize yourself. And it's our job during this to start to rewrite that, to become aware of these negative brain pathways and start to choose differently. Because the reality of this is, is your potential and your power are right there. Literally waiting for you to step into them your power and everything, its your life is right there waiting for you, waiting for you to fully embrace all that you have to offer the world. And I'm not going to lie, we need you at your fullest potential. Brain rewiring helps you get there. I lead you through every single step of the way. This is a super clear, direct, easy to follow program that will change your entire life. Synergy is self-paced, meaning that you can work on this course at your own pace, time and speed. There are no call times that you have to attend. Whenever you have some spare time, you can dive into this course. You can get through the first five modules that teach you everything you need to know to get started with the brain rewiring process right away and then start diving into the rounds. I have six guided meditations to lead you through the rounds. So all you have to do is sit back, relax, and push play. Your brain will do the rest. I am so excited about this program. If you are looking to rewire your brain in any area of your life to improve your business, to improve your athletic performance, to improve your relationships, to start being a hell of a lot nicer to yourself, this program is for you. If you want to learn more, you can head to the link in the show notes. I am so pumped that this program is out there and available to the public. Again, this program will absolutely transform your life. I cannot wait to help you rewire your brain. There are so many different opportunities for platforms that we can use. YouTube is another great one. If you love being in front of people, if you love talking to the camera, and it's not just necessarily if you love it straight up, you can learn to love it too. I definitely didn't love it in the beginning, but now I absolutely do. I've been spending more time on YouTube. I am posting a video over there every single week, and I am absolutely loving it. It feels a lot more satisfying to me to do that than to post an Instagram live. I feel like my energy is better spent on YouTube. You know, eventually you can monetize things like that. And you can actually get on these platforms that are going to pay you to use them. So here's where we get to have fun with things. And yes, there might be a little bit of a learning curve or a little bit of a build-up period or time. But that's going to be with anything. You have to start somewhere. Everybody starts somewhere. Everybody starts from zero. So this is your permission if you're like, yeah, Instagram's not doing it for me right now. Great, use something else. Put your best content somewhere else. Link out to it on Instagram. Take some time off if you need to. That'll lead us into part 2 of this conversation, which is sustainable. How can we make this sustainable? What does sustainability even look like? I think the word consistent pops up for a lot of people and really just asking yourself, what does consistent mean to me? You might be unintentionally thinking that consistent means daily, weekly. Oh, I have to do this every single day. I have to do this every single week, or it's not consistent. When in reality, consistency means whatever it means, whatever is sustainable for you as an individual. Not what Susie on Instagram is doing, or Sally, On her podcast is doing, put your blinders on. I tell all of my clients this. If you need to mute people, do it. That is setting a boundary that is protective for you, for your energy, for your sanity. Mute people, unfollow people. You are not required to follow anybody. You don't owe anybody anything on the internet. Protect yourself in these situations. So, with this idea of sustainability, what I really like to think of is an energetic minimum and an energetic maximum. Okay, so let's say, for example, I'm feeling fucking good. I'm high energy. <laughs> maybe it's like the week after my period. I'm feeling good. I've got a lot of things going on. I'm feeling really social. I'm excited. My, my battery is full. It's charged. And I have a lot of energy. Great. Maybe I can post every day of the week that week. Maybe I can put out multiple YouTube videos. Maybe those are the weeks that I go above and beyond. But then, what happens when I move through my cycle more? I'm a little bit lower energy. Maybe some things have popped up in my personal life and I'm feeling fucking tired and I don't want to show up. Am I still putting this pressure on myself to show up, even though I don't feel like it? That's not the way that I want to run a business. That's not a way that I want anybody to run their business. If you truly don't feel like showing up, don't do it, but give yourself a range so that energetic maximum. That's what you can do. That's what you can accomplish when you're feeling amazing. But that does not mean that that is the minimum. Your energetic minimum is where am I at when I am depleted? Where am I at when I'm not feeling good? What's the bare minimum that I can put out? And then you've created a range for yourself. And all of a sudden, when you're operating in this range, things feel a lot better. So for me, when I'm feeling low, when I'm really tired... I know I can at least write an email. That that's not hard for me. I can at least write an email if I'm promoting something. And I'm not saying like hey, if you're like really struggling or suffering, like go work on your business. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying those times where you're like a little bit tired and <laughs> you're like I don't really want to do this, but I know it's going to be beneficial. Those are the times that we can show up in a way that isn't going to deplete us any further. So finding your energetic minimum and maximum for yourself. And this is going to look really, really different than other people as well. And I will tell you that I spent a lot of time building up my energetic minimum. So now at a minimum, every single week, I put out two podcast episodes, a YouTube video. I post multiple times on Instagram. I send out multiple emails. And that's my minimum. My maximum I'm laughing at it because I'm like, nope, that's not where we're at right now. So that's okay. I'm not going to do it this week. But my maximum is getting in the DMs, really talking with people, hosting free events, coming up with freebies, and understanding that that's okay. It's okay to have those fluctuations. If you haven't yet looked into your human design, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you are one of the energy types, like a manifesting generator or a generator, Your capacity is probably going to be a lot higher for output. If you're (laughs) the other types, like a reflector, a projector, or a manifester, it's just going to be a little bit harder for you to produce on a consistent basis like that. But that's okay. That doesn't mean that you don't get to. The further that you are in alignment, the easier it will be for you to produce things. For me, the more that I step into alignment, the more that I can produce And it doesn't take a toll on me because I'm in alignment. So it's understanding your type, your design, how you were built, and operating within that. For me, I know that the more rest that I get, the more effective I am when I go to work on things. I can get 10 hours of work done in four hours. And I'm okay with that because that means the other six hours, I get to do what I want. I get to rest. I get to go climbing. I get to read a book. There are plenty of other things that I get to do. I could totally sit there and force myself to work for the rest of those six hours, but I probably wouldn't get very much done. So it's trusting that the energy is going to come back, that if I give myself permission to relax and rejuvenate, that that's when the energy will come back. And it's, again, this idea of potency, the quality over quantity. How can I make what I'm doing the most effective that I can? So... I hope this was helpful for you. I hope giving a different perspective on social media and how to interact with it, how to approach it, has been a game changer for you. I know it has been for me. I found myself really sinking into those thoughts of like, oh, my God, like, this is so irritating. I feel like this is a one-sided relationship. And then I was like, you know what? I have the power to change this. I have the power to shift some of my things off of Instagram. Put them on the podcast. I have the power to lean into YouTube and start creating on there and trusting that the people that are meant to hear my message will hear my message. Because if I'm trying to force myself to do all these things on Instagram and in the back of my head, I'm frustrated and I'm feeling like, wow, I'm putting so much more in than I'm getting out. That's what people are going to feel on the other side of that. And I don't want that. I don't want people to feel that energy. I want people to feel my excitement, to feel my joy, to feel my passion. So I'm going to find different avenues to share that in. And it's okay if it takes a little bit of time to build it up. I'm okay with that. I'm in it for the long game. I don't need those dopamine hits immediately. I can have things take a little bit longer because I trust that what's meant for me will not miss me. So let me know if this episode was helpful for you. Be sure to tag me on Instagram. I'm at Expand with Chelsea. I absolutely love seeing what's resonating with you from these episodes. This is this is just something that I've really wanted to talk about for a while now. So please, please, please let me know if this resonated with you, if you're going to try any of the mindset shifts that we've talked about, if you're gonna approach it more like a game, more like a challenge instead of an obstacle. And if you haven't yet left a rating and a review on iTunes, I'm going to be hosting a massive giveaway soon with all of my favorite products. I have products from Ned, Clearstem, Organifi. I have a book from my mentor, Christina. I have so many incredible products in this giveaway. So go and leave that review. You'll be entered to win the giveaway. I'm so pumped about this. The value of this giveaway is almost $400. So you're definitely gonna want in on this. These are all of my favorite products right now and I cannot wait to give these away. So again, go leave a review on iTunes. It just takes a couple of minutes and it really helps me out. It helps other people find the show as well. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode.